it's your job to get people to support you. If people will not support you, it is your fault. It's nobody else's fault. As wicked as twisted as that sound, you are responsible for your content and growing your brand. Takeover, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, J Hope. The takeover, this the hater makeover. If you got flicks with Slim, I suggest you stay sober. Takeover, yeah, the break's over. I'm the god of freestyle, bitch. I'm from the globe. Take We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you Take Over TV, and it's me with the T. And today I'm interviewing your very own. Go ahead and introduce yourself, cause I know you want to. Hey, Superstar P. Hey. hey. And we also got my girl with us. Desiree, yeah. the calm one. Not the calm one. I, the calm one. Why is she lying? <laughs> I'm not. Is this the one that doesn't never want to talk to anybody in public? <laughs> right. We're not about to do this. <laughs> we're not going to do this this episode. Well, you right. guys, we're so thankful that you guys are tuning in. Today's going to be a little bit different, and we're going to interview P. So if you guys have any interesting questions about him, we hope that we can answer them today. So I'm just going to jump right in, if that's cool with everybody. Fine um, with me. I have a couple of questions about about um, how you started um, as a part of Takeover TV. How did you come up with the idea of building a community where you discuss hip hop and you have a platform where you like allow other artists to come and debut their music? It's really like a cool little you know gateway for artists to get known and, and get feedback on their music. But what inspired you? to do this let's see back around uh, about actually about 2015 me and um bj bj tisby we was kind of playing with the idea of starting the podcast we was always talking about it but we never really did it we did like a couple of test episodes they was okay so we finally launched the vent podcast around august 2016 where we just kind of talked about everything. We only had like two episodes. Well, you, so you've been doing this. Like this ain't nothing new. No, not not at this point now. <laughs> right. But uh, so we did that. We only did like two episodes because he started school. Okay. So he couldn't do it anymore. But then all of a sudden I got the itch to start doing podcasts. It's fun, right? Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. So I was like, man, why can't I just start my own podcast? Right. But then once you think of that, you're like, okay, well, who I'm going to have with me? Because I tried doing the podcast on my own before. I mean, an episode where I was just talking by myself, and I didn't like it too much. Because you just have to constantly, constantly, constantly talk. And you can't bounce ideas off anybody. So I totally understand what so you're saying. So I was like, okay, who can <laughs> I start this with? So I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, I could actually make this into a family thing yeah so i called my brother i called my cousin asked if they want to be part of it did they want to do it you know and um they agreed to it so we actually launched the takeover podcast show october the 11th 2016. wow good month by the way because my mom's birthday is october the 10th that's how i remember really my birthday is <laughs> october 13th so libra gang 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 yeah because my grandmother's october 7th my mom's october 10th my brother's October 17th, 
No, my wife's October 17th and my brother's October 20th. My grandmother's birthday is the 17th. My oldest brother is October 29th. Matter of fact, my whole family, you can just say they're all born in October. October is yeah, just mine like a, too. a big month for us. So we launched the first episode down in San Antonio, me and my brother. And um, after that, when I came back, me and my cousin B.A., we did like the first 10 episodes. But then I uh, did an interview. I was doing sports. We were mostly doing sports. We wasn't even into hip hop or none of the artists yet. And that was still on the Takeover platform? That was still on the Takeover podcast show. Okay, cool. Then around episode, I want to say by episode three, I had a little break where I interviewed Ricky Lat. And then, you know, he was thankful, you know, because he had a platform because most of the artists in the area don't have a platform unless right. you're really, really mm-hmm. popping. If you're up and coming, you, there's really no platform for you to, you, just you know, gotta get the it. interview and because you're not finna walk on 99.7 and, you know, 103.7 and all that. So, um, you know, I was kind of thinking it over. I was kind of getting bored with sports because after basketball season, there's nothing right. except baseball. So who want to talk about baseball all the time? So I was like, oh, damn, okay, we're going to run into a problem. And then I was like, it would be cool if I created a platform where I could bring artists on that are unknown and that are good that nobody knows of right. and give them an opportunity. So then that's where I kind of made the switch from sports to music. So you could be like more consistent. And right, could- right, because there, there's so many artists, it ain't like you're gonna run out. Right, so there's like endless topics, interview, right. interviews. Endless topics, and- interviews, and then you know, you can, you can help people at the same time. Yes. And build your platform, so you're helping each other. I really respect that. As so, an independent artist, I mean, you're very right. Like, there's not much. There, there's nothing. There's really nothing for you. Not local. I mean, you could go out of town to the bigger cities, but then they're going to want some money from you. Or they're going to want, want something. So for anyone that is listening that doesn't have a platform, whether they're in Shreveport or wherever they are, is there somewhere that they can send their music to possibly you know be mm-hmm. on Go your platform to, um com. there's submit sub- submission button right at the very top read the guidelines let me repeat read the guidelines please read the guidelines <laughs> and then you can submit your music <laughs> okay, okay so what happened was okay we started interviewing artists and we didn't have any visuals yet it was just all audio and we was on a really really good roll and I wanted to expand to start doing video. Yes. Because, you know, people like to see. They, Our they love attention to see. spans are the so spans. short right. that it's like, I need to see something right. in order for me to, you know, watch it all the way through. So we was doing, I was trying to think like, okay, how I'm going to introduce the video portion. So around the beginning of 2018, the Facebook page was just kind of dead. I was just doing like the podcast episodes on there. I didn't really know what to do with the Facebook page. I put a little content on there, a couple of pictures. And then um, the uh, top 12 in Shreveport artist list came out. I don't know who made it. I had seen it on Instagram. I think I saw that too. It had the top 12 artists in Shreveport. Then I was like, you know what? This might can cause some buzz. So I took that post and put it on my page and it went viral. It went crazy. I I got lit up for it. Let me get, I'm going to give anybody that got a platform some advice. If you ever do a top 10, a top 12 of anything, artist or whatever, you're going to get lit up because people have their own perception of what top 10 artists are. 
You're going to have a different list. Dez will have a different list. I'm going to have a different list. It might not even be your list, but since you're the one that posted, you're going to get all the blame for it. You're going to get a lot of engagement, but you're going to get a lot of missiles, too. So right. if you're not ready for that, don't even go down there. I think we were talking so, about that yesterday. Right. Like he was, like, telling me, like, get prepared because, like, you know, sometimes people have, um, like, a, I guess, like, some sort of misconception about what you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Sometimes and the misconception, trolling is popular, so people love to be assholes just to be assholes. It's not, oh, it's not cool. Goodness. Somebody it's, made a really mean comment about my music one time, and and she was like, you tried. Like, you know? <laughs> and it, it's not cool to be cool anymore. I mean, it's, it's not. Like, but I was just like, okay, thanks, girl. Like, you know, God bless. Like, you know, I, I'll say something nice. If you say something mean to me, I'm going to say something nice to just make you feel right. even worse about yourself. So people, you know, they just love to be assholes. So that went kind of, that went viral. I said, okay, let me try a video. So I uh, posted, Young needs to go with my mood. Then that, then that went crazy. So I'm like, damn, man, I might... I got something here. Yeah. You know, then I posted Big Papa. I can't remember what song it was, so I posted his video. Hey, hey, And that, and that went crazy. So I was like, okay, <laughs> now I got something. When I'm not recording podcasts, I can post videos, but this can't be the Takeover podcast show. So I'm like, won't I flip it to Takeover TV and, and have a whole different entity separate from the podcast? So that's how that whole thing was created. And even gave artists even a, a bigger avenue. Mm -hmm. You might not can't make it here for an interview, but however, you can send me your video. I'm going to send you my video. It. Go ahead. I'm going to submit, and I'm going to read the directions to you. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So when that avenue opened up, a lot more doors opened up. Like, okay, not only does he have a podcast, now he has visuals. And but, you're putting other artists on your I'm putting platform, other artists on is, the platform. So now they're like, oh, damn. Now I could get my video posted where people could see it. And you have a huge following on your Facebook. Thanks to the artists and mm -hmm. thanks to just some imagination and thanks to the fans who comment because the engagement is what drives the page. Nobody wants to submit their video to a page when nobody's going to engage because then they don't know where they're at. It's like yeah, I'm, I'm the Apollo of Shreveport. And you have over 25,000 followers, okay? So this is a platform. It's a lot. So and, the, and it's growing every day. So If you send your video to us, I mean, just be prepared. I'm not responsible for what people say in the comments. I do tell them in the caption, please use constructive criticism. Right. They, I mean, not like they I do, haven't but seen anything nasty, like in the nah, comments. No, you need to see some of the earlier videos, maybe around summertime of 2018 you've seen some nasty like they were that. being they had garbage cans floating down the rivers and dumpsters on fire they well you've been posting a lot of heat lately so i mean i mean some people are so adamant they want their video posted and some people need that some World people need Star that will eat you alive some people need that slap <laughs> in the face they need that you know, yeah. dab some water in the face to but wake them up. But you also can't take it personal as an artist because it will... But a lot of them do. It will crumble you a little bit. A lot of them, I've seen a lot of artists make this mistake. 
people will make a negative comment about that video, then the artists go and attack them in the comments. Or so I'm stop like, doing music I'm like, altogether. Dude, if you can't handle it at this level, you definitely you definitely can't not handle gonna handle it once you get bigger, once you get world star. Because they be YouTube. putting death threats in your comments for no reason. Like you could have posted a picture with you and your little cut, your little baby Man, cousin, people, and they just saying rude stuff. People have attacked me in the comments. They don't take take over TV in the comments. I just okay. It get to a point where I don't even I ignore it. But or sometimes I don't even button, read comments. That block and delete button. That no, works. no, no. Come on, go on, bring your ass back. <laughs> Each <laughs> time you, you comment, back. that's engagement. Okay, I get what come you're on. saying. I'm just, so I'm just, I'm mentally tough enough to. Ignore and decipher if this person is well, really I'm being take some notes. constructive so criticism. That used to be me. I or used to fire like back, blocking. Oh. I'm with the clapbacks, definitely with the clapbacks. Yeah. But I used to ban and delete a lot of people from different pages just because, like, I know my mouth, and I'm at this point supposed to be the professional. So I will, I will ban and delete racist comments. Because I want that type of energy. Right. Now, hip-hop comments, oh, you garbage, you trans. That's just part of right. the hip-hop culture. But, you know, if you're trying to come over here with some racist stuff, no, you will get, those comments will get deleted and you'll get banned. Because now you're hijacking my post and you're turning it into something different. Right. I'm not going to have a whole post full of a race war. Right. You know what I'm If we're here to talk about the video, let's talk about the video. Exactly. So, you know, that, that's the main thing. I mean... When you have a platform, you just got to have alligator skin. Because if you're thin That's skin, you, you are not going to make it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to drain you. It's going to drown you. So, I mean, comments are comments. People love to troll because people want to be funny. But with trolling, you don't know who you're trolling. You could be ruining a relationship that could be prosperous mm -hmm. for you later on. So, I mean, it's just dumb. It is dumb. Super dumb. I hope... Well, I was about to ask you something. Um, so, in choosing hip-hop, because I don't really feel like Ricky Lett is like a hip-hop artist. Not, he's a, I just, I, you had to call him a music artist because he does yeah. so many different things with music. So, what made, since he's not hip-hop, what made you choose hip-hop? Well, you know what, I, I, I should rephrase that. I'm a music platform who gets flooded with hip-hop. Personally, I would love for it to be majority R&B, but those artists are so scarce. It, for every R&B artist, it's probably 50 rappers to everyone R&B, so you get flooded with hip-hop. So I would, if I had the choice, I'd rather just post R&B and Neo Soul, but that's gonna be almost impossible at this point. All right. Well, I have another question to kind of shoot fire away. Go into after that. So you did explain that some of the challenges with, you know, being a social media manager and also yeah. um, having this platform for artists. You explained some of the challenges are the backlash, but what are some other challenges that you faced along the way, um, and what are some tips that you can give other podcasters out there? so they can avoid making some of the mistakes that you've made? Hmm. I would say always, always, always have content. And even at your off time, even if you're waiting for your food at a restaurant or something. Not when you're on the date, but if you just casually out with the fellas, hey, just find content on Instagram, just save posts. 
you know, just hit save. Keep the, that save button helps. So later you could go back and you got some um, content and you just make your captions and then you don't, half your day is already knocked out already. Um, podcast, just try to be consistent as much as possible. Don't try to just stray all over the place. If you're a ladies podcast, you know, find your lane and stay in there. You know, I know it's kind of hard to begin until you find that sweet spot, but once you find that sweet spot, just stay there. You know, um, promote. Promote, 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 promote. When you're not promoting, promote. Because nobody's going to know your stuff is there unless you promote. Don't count on your friends list on Facebook to promote your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. That's really good advice. The people that don't know you don't have a hidden bias against you. Either they're going to like you or they're not going to like you. But they will promote your stuff if they like you. Mm-hmm. Your friends on Facebook are your friends. They're not mandated to support you. And that's what a lot of people get it confused. You're my friend. You should, you should support me. That's not how it works. A few will. The majority won't. So if you come in thinking any otherwise, that's not going to work. You're going to be in for disappointment. It's your job to get people to support you. Mm-hmm. If people are not supporting you, it is your fault. It's nobody else's fault. As wicked as twisted as that sound, you are responsible for your content and growing your brand. And you want the people to support, but you got to make them believe in your product. Mm-hmm. If they don't believe in your product, they're not going to support you. And it's your job to make them believe in your product. And the saying, you know, good dope sells itself. If your content is good enough, you're not going to be held down. It's going to get out. It might take a while, but it's going to get out. So people get caught up in support and don't get on social media complaining about support. That has got to be the most annoying thing ever. You talking about you don't support me. Y'all supposed to support me. You making this campaign about support. Use that energy to promote your music, right? And it it gets frustrating. Trust me. I I would like to make a post or two like, damn, you can't. But it's not going to happen in a day. Don't 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 don't. Of, you know, reveal your weakness like that. You just be mentally tough. You keep working at it, and the support will naturally come. But don't make a bunch of posts trying to get people to support you and mandate support. Put good content out there. Make contests. Make people want to support you. But the minute you get to complain about support is the minute you're going to turn a lot of people off. It kind of makes not you look back. like a jerk when you do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, people It makes that... you look like a jerk. It makes you look desperate. It makes it look like you're whining and, you know, a few people might fall for it. But somebody leave me, that's going to totally just turn me off. I'm like, really? But it's all a part of the game, you know? Everybody has to hustle, especially in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Right. Record labels are a lot different than they used to be. And these days, I mean, it's better to be an independent artist and own the rights to your music than to be a slave master for... And another thing people get caught up in, they get caught up in likes and followers. And this is the deal with that. Grow your likes organically. Yes. Grow your followers organically. Do not buy followers. Because it shows... I mean, okay, you buy you 30,000 followers, okay. So if you make a post and you get five likes, you're going to be exposed. Because Uh, fake followers can't engage. Right. You're killing your engagement score. You're killing your engagement rate. Instagram has a score and the rate that they rate you on on your engagement. So if you've got these 30,000 followers 
and you're getting three and four likes a post, your engagement score is going to be very, very low. And every time you make a post, nobody's going to see it. And you're going to look like a fool because the professionals out here can detect if you got a bunch of fake followers or not. You don't even got to be a professional. You just got to really just have look common sense. Or look through the things. The people that got zero followers or zero posts and, you know, 70 followers, nine times out of 10, they're a fake page. Like, you know? Keep it. I mean, if you only got a thousand followers, you got a thousand followers, but they're real followers. And that's a thousand people that believe in your product. I mean, just think a thousand people, if you put them in the room, that's a lot of people. And people can't see it that way because it's digital. But if you be like, hey, I'm such and such, I want people to follow me, follow my page. And you could visually see a thousand people, like, God, this is a lot of people. A lot of people. It's a lot of people. I mean, Drake got millions and millions and millions but hey he's in he's on the worldwide stage but hey man you take that thousand and you work that thousand you work hard that thousand is going to become 1500 then 2000 i mean j cole made a post where he was celebrating when he got his first 500 followers now look at him i mean all of us start from zero right all of us unless you bought took over a brand that had those followers. But anyway for the most part we all start with zero how that gets bigger it depends on you and what content you put out and you know if you can network with others and just grow your brand and grow your networking and word of mouth is one of the big biggest forms of like advertising so definitely you have to be careful about like you said when you post certain things on your facebook page you might not get a lot of people that like it but nine times out of ten a lot of people have seen it. You know what I'm saying? So word I'm, travels fast. I'm gonna give you a little story. Um, at one point, I was like, at, I think 5,800 or something, right? And then I had got some interns that helped me out with the posting and stuff. Then the next day, we was like at 6,800. I'm like, man, where the hell did all these followers come from? Then went to 68 to 78 to eight. It was just like real quick. But then, I mean, I already knew. I already had common sense. I said, okay, who's buying these followers? Because there's no way all of a sudden traffic just picks up just like that. These followers are just coming along. Because it ain't like we had some super viral post that went viral and they brought all these followers. Yeah. Then, you know, one of the interns, best stuff. Like, you know, people like to jump on something that's trendy, look like it's popping and all that. I'm like, it's only popping if it has engagement. It's not popping if it has a bunch of followers. So... I like okay. I don't want to waste your money, but don't buy any more of them, okay? Right, right. Man, this thing got out of hand. It got to like about eleven thousand five hundred. My milestone was I was gonna celebrate once I hit ten k, cause that's a, that's a, having that k. I yeah, mean, that's I mean good. that's a lot. So I'm like, nah, I'm not getting it this way, cause this is a bulk ten k. So one day it took me about four hours, and I went and physically erased every single fake follow off that account wow i took four about four and four and a half hours out of my day and then went and raced every single last one of them because you just wanted no a- i couldn't take it it was bothering me too bad we was getting the same amount of likes at five thousand that we were at eleven thousand duh this shit, this looks fake was the real- because just think instagram is only going to put your fur your post in front of 10 percent of your audience to see how the engagement goes now, if they put it in front of all fake followers, guess what? No engagement because they don't engage. So I wasn't about to keep looking like an idiot. So 
I took and it's a, a really big accomplishment growing those followers. Like yeah, right now, yeah, you take pride in that. I'm how can growing you, a page. How can you gauge that you're growing if you're buying fake followers? Exactly. You can't, you can't see you can't what's see. working. You can't see, see what's, what's failing you. So, mm-hmm. and, it, and it really is like, I'll be. I want to have a party whenever I get like twenty extra followers in a day, or like we get up to a, a new right, number. Right. Like it's like, oh my gosh! Like it gets you so. Because you, because you worked for that, you cherish that. You know what I mean? You, you're like, I'm growing. And then when you celebrities like your post, and when celebrities like your post oh and stuff, you're like, okay. I'd be like, Mama, put this on the refrigerator. <laughs> Rick Ross like my post. That happened to me one day. Right. Rick Ross like my. post. I screenshot it the first few um celebrities that like posted mine just like man that's all right like too short which one of my favorite hip-hop oh artists he don't like about 10 of them somehow he finds my post and he likes them he doesn't follow but i know celebrities keep their follow but even like but just like them i mean you dream doll you, liked our post one time see? and i was too lit but so yeah i took four and a half follow, four and a half hours to erase all those followers and and man, I felt good. I felt good about being back in the five thousands. Got like, yes. These are I'm ba- real. I'm, I'm back home. You I know understand. What I'm so now, I think I took it all the way down to five thousand. And then you end up losing money because Instagram comes back and does the cleanup every so often. So Instagram, they could been on, ban your whole page, and then you have to start from all zip. All the way over. Then I've been really pissed. So I took it all the way down. All the way. I started at even five thousand. So now it's back up to 5,800. So I earned all the rest of those 800 followers without no bots, no nothing, just hard work. So it'll get, it'll get where it's going to get. I want that K. Once I hit 10K, I'm like, yes. So about to hit 6K and, you know, give you a little self a pat on the back. Like, okay, yeah. we're in the sixes now. Now let's try. I'm just trying to get, to get to 2K on my Instagram. Like, Where you at now? I'm at like 176. One seven thirty four, so I got a, a little you, ways to go. You get there. I'll get there. It, you have to visualize you getting there in order for you to get there. I neglect my personal page sometimes, and then I blow it up. When you, I see. I don't even have a personal page because I put so much into Takeover TV. That's just pretty much my personal page. Cause I don't have time to operate two different pages. Yeah, it's so hard. I mean, I, I got a huge Facebook platform I got to operate. I got to create content, do podcasts, be here, run Instagram. So I ain't even got time to run the personal page. I mean, I got a personal Facebook page and really on there, I only put takeover TV stuff. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I don't like having my business in public. It's very rare I post anything about my family or anything like that. I might post my daughter's birthday and stuff like that, but I'm not one of those. Unless you know me, you don't know me. Yeah. It's people I don't know, but I know everything about them because I just look through their look Facebook. At, yeah. But if you don't know me, you don't you don't know me. It's almost like I'm a ghost. I think yeah, social media does. Can, you can put what you want people to see, and I think right. that we get that confused sometimes. Um, people only post what they want you to see about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, some people post like. You know, they post whatever, but I am one of those people. I'm very, like, strategic when I post. I mean, most people, I mean, social media is fake for the most part. Um, People never going to post their bad stuff on there. I mean, why would you? You don't want the world to know that. But at the same time, people can exaggerate 
the good stuff that their they lifestyle, post especially Instagram. Instagram's damn near totally just fake, you know. I mean, and don't get me wrong, and I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna just say it to give you an example on like the world that we live in now. I love LA. I love LA. I just love like the the vibe, the weather, you know, all the good things that comes with California. But one thing that broke my heart whenever I was there was just kind of like looking at how people um, live their life for material things, you know? Like somebody would own a G-Wagon or not own a G-Wagon, be renting one and living in their G-Wagon rather than like having a real place to lay their head. People gotta have that appearance. And it blew my mind because it's like, like, you know, what? I would have got me a bicycle. (laughs) Right. And I would have been, you know, getting my exercise on running my errands like it is not that serious for me but it kind of broke my heart because i do feel like social media can play a little bit in to making us think we need all these things that we really don't right so what else you got um let's see I what know. other questions i have what, what, what else you got i know you probably don't queued up some oh yeah yeah definitely um i am knee with the t so um Another thing I wanted to ask. I'm sorry. I had these questions up, but then they went No, nah, you good. Um, so um, why is it so important for you to help other artists? Like, why is that something that you actually want to do? Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I just want right. to know. What inspired you to help us? <laughs> because it's needed. Because um, one of the main reasons I stopped listening to local radio stations because I get to hear, because I have to hear the same 20, 30 songs all day. I got to hear City Girls. I got to hear Cardi B. I got to hear Drake. I got to hear this artist, that artist, um, Little Baby or whatever. And, and hell, they don't need no help from me. They got enough push. So... What do hard artists, hardworking artists like yourself, what platform do you have besides SoundCloud? I was right? going to say SoundCloud. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you do got different ones, but where, I mean, where, where, where is your where is your go go to? SoundCloud platform? is my go to platform. Right, right, right. And and it's that way because um, it, SoundCloud is it's it was it's very easy to work as mm-hmm. an artist. Um, one thing I like to mention that there's business in, as a part of being an artist and then there's like you know the creative part that you enjoy the business is just as important so SoundCloud kind of it hubs a lot of different um, right media well not media but music sources it, it'll shop your music out to them once you submit it so that's and then I know the you got SoundCloud but then how does the local public even know you're on SoundCloud so that's where I come in, because with the following, I could get your stuff out to the local public, and then, hey, next thing you know, it, it's hot. Then you probably end up on 99.7 or 103.7 or 104.5 in Dallas or something. And you know? I would say, uh, I don't think any, I'm pretty sure like some local artists know about my music because I've worked with them, mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, 
I don't, I don't really know many people here that just use SoundCloud. So honestly, it works best when I have my music on iTunes or Apple Music. And then another driving force was, uh, you know, my boy Ricky Latt has great, I'm just talking about great, awesome music. But I'm like, damn, if nobody knows about it, what good is it doing? So if I could create a platform to get your good stuff out there, Ricky Lat's good stuff out there, Truth Music, um, all these other different artists, and you kind of give them a platform where they can rely on, like, hey, I can release my video, get it on TakeOver TV, and it and it get a buzz. Right. At least it'll help you feel good about your projects. Like, I can send it somewhere where it could get some recognition, not even if it's me. I mean, you got um, Born Famous. On a bigger note, you got Say, Say Cheese Digital. I mean, you got all kind of different blogs who do the same thing I do. I'm just located in Shreveport, and I try to help as many Shreveport artists as I can, deserving Shreveport artists than I can, as I can, because some people just don't know how to do business the right way. And, but you don't you know, have to have a certain number of followers. I'm not worried about that. Just I'm not. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about followers. Um, there is a couple of guidelines we did put in submissions. We don't really take the videos that got the 100,000 guns in there because, yeah, the, the, imagery is just, the imagery is just bad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's, if you got 30 people in there, though, all 30 people need guns and pointing them at the cameraman and stuff. I so would not want to be the cameraman. We do have a couple of guidelines, but however, I don't look at followers unless I just want to kind of personally see, you know, well, what you're following there. Like, okay. Or, or, you know, I don't care if you got 20,000 or you got 20. If you got a video, we'll post it because I don't judge the video. I let the public judge the video. Right. And if they like it, they'll, they'll share it and they'll fool with it. If they don't, they won't do nothing with it. So, like I said, I'm just in charge of the Apollo You're the messenger. Boy. I'm just the guy. <laughs> it's something I do personally like. And, you know, uh, I have an inbox couple people like, hey, man, th this was a really nice video. Sometimes if I don't like it, I don't say anything. You're like, hey, man, congratulations. You know, you're getting a little buzz. Just because just I don't like it don't mean other people don't like it. Would you ever be interested in, like, doing, like, a show, uh, uh, showcase, a showcase for artists? You've, like, been, you've been the 185th person really? that asked me about that. Look, if you had a dollar for every time somebody asked you. I know. I, I, I've thought about the idea. Um, it's something I have strongly considered. I, I want to make sure I have the right venue with the right people. I want it to be raggedy. I've been to some showcases and damn microphones are not working and the DJ got the music too loud. And so if I if Takeover TV does it, it's gonna be right. It's gonna be right with the right people. You sure some, is right about that. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna so, make sure that sound is right. That's one thing that bothers to me. To sponsor some food. Yeah. We want this thing because if it got my name on, it's gotta be right. It can't be no half ass. No I will not, half stepping. I will not do it. Right. That's I've the, had interviews I've done and they didn't sound good to me and I didn't put them out because. Quality over quantity. Yeah, quality over quantity. And if it's not where I think it should be, I've even had video interviews that I paid somebody to video and pay for it and everything, and I still didn't put it out. I'm like, well. You just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. It, just, it didn't fit what I feel like the takeover standard is. Some people don't have standards. That's what you. I got I got standard, and if it don't meet my standard, I'm just not going to do it. So at the showcase, I know people have asked me about it because people want to do it. Uh, yeah, 
That's gonna be in the works. Cause I think it's a good idea. But it, but everybody ain't gonna be able to get on there. It's gonna be some filtering out and some guidelines on it. Would you have like an? I know it's kind of just throwing it out there. Would you have like an audition to aud- like to see if these artists should even you know? I don't know exactly how I would do it. What I would do would be a smart thing is to get with somebody that's done a successful one before mm. and see how they did it. I'm like, did you just? Do submissions, or did Jay have to? Have, did you have to have like a little, uh, like an audition with some judges to see if you made it or not? I don't know, so that's the reason I like to do homework, find out who did one, and kind of get the blueprint what made it successful, what didn't, formulate my own formula with that, and put well, it out I there. Definitely have some great sponsors in mind. So. Oh, well, there's half the battle right there. <laughs> yeah, you take over TV, too, so this like, all ain't going to follow me. Look, I'm over here twitching me. my nose like bewitched. Hey, if it's as simple as that, get the, <laughs> get the wiggling. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So you told me about, about that. Um, I'm just going to kind of ask you some things kind of off topic right now. Oh, shoot, that's cool. Um, so what's one, like, inspirational thing that you like your motto your m- mantra like that you kind of like follow that, that get, keeps you going and keeps you like uplifted when you're um, doing all this great stuff for you know the artists in our community my, my personal is like take over TV versus everybody okay then alright because ain't nobody gonna give us a damn thing you know what I'm saying Nobody finna just give you no just helping hand. All right, here you go. We're going to lift you up here. and Nah. You got to... I just feel like it's us against everybody else. It might not really be that, but that's the mentality I have. Okay. It works for me. You in your bag. Yeah. What's the most common reason do you think that people fail when it comes to you know their music and why do you think that a lot of artists give up like rather than continue keep it going you know i've always heard when you feel like giving up like you're about to reach that breaking point you know what i'm saying and um lack of support um not enough patience Ooh, i need more of that you know people probably put a lot of hard work into these projects and then they put it out and it does nothing you know what I'm saying? It might get put on YouTube and it gets like 30 views. And you're like, what the hell? I don't put this big budget behind this video and it's not doing anything. Um, I think sometimes artists' lack of promoting is a big cause of that. You can't just make one Facebook post and then think everybody knows about it. You got to repeatedly put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram. You got to find these different blogs. Put it on these different blogs. Some of them are going to charge, okay? You need to invest in yourself anyway. Yes. So um, there's blogs that cost like 50, 60 bucks to post. Man, take that money. Put it on there. Find about a good four or five different ones where some of them charge 20 10 Don't worry about what their following is. Get it on there. If you put it on a blog that has 500 followers. That's 500 more Guess people. what? That's 500 people that's going to see it. And you never know who's in that 500. You don't know who is who on what blog. So you got to put your stuff multiple places, and <clears throat> you just got to be patient. Bet on yourself. Bet on your, There it is. Bet on yourself. 
That, that's my other logo, too. Not my logo, but Your slogan. Mind, yeah. That um, Gary Suds. If bet you see most yourself. of the shirts I wear, I wear a lot of those bet on yourself because I bet on myself. And you got to invest in yourself. And I think a lot of artists go wrong where they expect, artists expect a lot of things to be handed to them and just catered to them and do this for me, do that for me, do this for me. It don't quite work like that, man. You got to work. You got to earn people's respect and trust. And like I said, you got to promote. You know, you're not promoting. Promoting can be hard. It can be. And that's true because, I, I, I mean, it's hard for me. But there's different groups on Facebook. You I'm going to be honest. It's different. like my least favorite part about making the music and putting it out is the promoting. Because right. I just feel like that's not my area. But it's just that, like you said, I'm not patient. And I need to be more patient with myself and I need to realize that you know I'm the person advocating for my music I'm the person who like you, you said I'm doing day, myself a disservice you, t- you take one day out just where you're not that busy and you seek out some music platforms where you can post your stuff um, there's different groups on Facebook like little singer groups or whatever you post your stuff in there you just gotta kinda you gotta search these things out hell use Google um, R&B blogs or whatever and go through and you know just kind of go that route put your stuff on Facebook I mean I don't care if people get tired of you posting your, your music either they're going to unfollow you or they're going to block you but either way like some people are going to support you so you got to do what you got to do because just think your music is your baby it is so you got to push it like it's your baby and I be sensitive about my shit like Erica about you oh yeah all, all artists are our so. people they got platforms are they're sensitive about their stuff they put in the hard work I mean some however. of these songs take me 30 minutes to write 10 minutes to write some of them take me years you know so like what I'm working on now I've had this song and I thought it was ready year, two years ago yeah still ain't put it out and ask dad she's a business owner you have to promote your shit or else it's not going to go nowhere. I need to get some tips from Dez. don't stop either. Like, don't ever arrive at a point where you're like, oh, you know, I'm good. I got, I got 5,000 followers. I got 20,000 followers. I can I can chill on posting because the second you stop posting, they forget about you real quick. Nobody's going to fall off in your inbox and be like, hey, you still living? Like, you still making music? Because there's somebody coming behind you making music. There's main, there are mainstream artists making yeah. music. Like, even if it's not music, whatever lane you're in, once you stop, the world does not stop. It's people steady coming with the same thing that you have. So, yes. if you become complacent, you get replaced. You will. You will. And it'll erase all the hard work that you put in before. It's like you have to start back over. You got to think. McDonald's still promotes. They got billions of customers. Yeah, they're doing they, one dollar If they never promoted anything right else... You already, you already know what McDonald's is. Everybody know what McDonald's Burgers is. Burgers and fries. If they feel like they have to pro- keep promoting, why there's no you? reason that nobody else in any business feel like they don't have to promote. The same damn burger they've been serving my whole life. And they're still they promoting still promote it. They're still promoting that same, same damn fries that you can, same damn fries. you can leave in your car for 10 years and they ain't going to look no different. And, you can come and, back and keep eating them like that never happened. And we all know they are not hurting for business. No, they're not. Even mm-hmm. after they 
we found out that they sell fake chicken nuggets. Shit, they don't. I still eat them fake chicken nuggets. I used to love them fake chicken nuggets, but now I just can't. I feel so guilty. I can. I, I never take my kid to McDonald's. Like, we drive right past. We'll go to Whataburger. It's too late for me. I like to cook at home because we'll I don't trust food places anyway. I don't. I typically cook at home. The only time I eat out is if I am on the road or if I'm in a rush and I know I can't stop. I'll stop my baby somewhere. Whataburger, Sonic, um... Whataburger got them five burgers, man. What do? What are the places we stop? You can eat at? half of it and still Ooh. have half later. What was your next one? Oh, my next. Oh, we really, we messed around and talked about food. And it turned right? into a whole food show. I haven't I'm eaten hungry. breakfast or lunch today, so Me I just neither. had coffee. So I'm I pretty hungry. Right now. The hungry. So I'm hungry. Um. Well, I was gonna ask. Um. Who's your favorite artist? Like, who did you listen to growing up? Growing up. Dang. Let's see, growing up. And I came off the top of the dome with that one. That wasn't even on my list. Growing up, I used to listen to a lot of LL Cool J. Okay, then. That, that, that was my, right. that, Run DMC. I used to always want to lick my lips like him, like, you know. Like, Run DMC. Everybody's um, licking their lips. <laughs> we talking about hip hop or just artists, period? Um, artists, period, Oh, really. shoot, Michael Jackson, Prince, oh, Rick yes. James, SOS Band, Rick James, Gap bitch. Band. I'm right. talking about. I love we, Gap Band. But if we talk about strictly hip hop, it was LL at first, you know, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, you know, when it was cool to listen to him back then. Uh, then, as the years went by, then I used to listen to Two Live Crew, which I wasn't supposed to, you know, uh, Too Short. Oh, God. what's my favorite word? Yeah. Bet you can't say it like short. <laughs> and then I started listening to NWA, Ice Cube, KRS One. Then, of course, you know, as the years transit, Eric B. and Rakim, stuff like that, years transition. Then that's when you get to the DMX days. And then I'll start listening to more of my Texas stuff, like Lil Kiki and Slim Thug and Zero, mm -hmm. people that's like cool. that. You know, we, we start, I start keeping it more in-state. You know, oh, yeah, DJ Screw and the whole Screwed Up Click, ESG, Lil Flip. And I'll interview a lot of these people, too, which is crazy. I have a Screwed <laughs> song. It's crazy. So, yeah. I got to um, drop it. Now? Oh no! I think I still listen to like the old stuff. It's not a lot of new stuff I listen to. I mean, I listen to a little bit of Kendrick, Drake. I, I like underground stuff because Ooh, that's when they're Jig? at their rawest, you know. Have you heard that new artist JID? It's like J Cole's artist Jid. Uh uh, not yet. Cold. Oh yeah. He's nice. I like going on YouTube, like listening to like Team Backpack and stuff like that. With the ciphers and these, okay, okay. these freestylers, the underground freestyle people and stuff like that. So I, I like Team Backpack. You get those artists from there. And oh, would you ever do a cipher? If you could find some artists to do it. Wow, because a be lot cool. of these, there's a few. We've had, we'd be having a few ciphers here. Really? There has been some. Now we did a takeover cipher. That'd be cool. It has to be that, really organized. I'd rather do the a cipher than, than the showcase. Because ciphers, they. They take off if they're good. Sounds like we're going to have a cypher. Yeah, you're going to have to put that in your planner. Cypher. Summer 2019. Let me do some research on this cypher. Cy the cypher. Takeover cypher. Maybe they're hard to put No, you just need to find the right artist. It might be spring 2019. Because really, you don't got to do different locations. You get one location. You get the beat. The cameraman ain't got too much. Just put it right here, and there it is. 
Let's get so, him in the circle, and I want a clean battle. So we've announced it. Yeah. 2019 Takeover TV Cypher. So go ahead and hit that email if you're already interested. I got an idea. Don't be scared, though. Don't be scared. They're not coming no dumpster juice because they going to let you know. And you better not choke either. We we talk offline <laughs> about it, but yeah. But uh, hip-hop has changed so much from when I first started listening to it to now. You know, it's it's more gimmicky, more about money. Back then, it was more about the art. You could... You, and I could, and I saw the whole transition, which is crazy. I I liked it better when it was about the art, and I had. It to used like, to be fun, like kid and play and stuff like that. I like when like I had to go and, and like research your lyrics because like you spitting that hard that I need to go and look at the lyrics and see what you're saying. Like that's I like informational rap. Right, you know, Public Enemy. I forgot the name there. I used to love them. Cause they had a message in every song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black empowerment, you know, stuff like that. So that works. Well, we got time for one more. Okay, Anybody? okay. Um, my other question is, um, tell me something that is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. That's true that nobody agrees with me on. <sighs> Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Uh, unpopular opinion. I'm trying to think. Damn, that's a good one. What is true that nobody agrees with me on? What is true that nobody agrees with me on? What is true that nobody agrees with me on? And and this is really fact. And for some reason, nobody can see it. I guess because we're in, in Louisiana. That the Dallas Cowboys oh. are the most popular team in the world. Really? That's what you no, want to say? No, that's true. And that's that a fact. True. That's what you wanted to use your platform to say? <laughs> you said, <laughs> you said, you, you asked the question. And I got offended. I don't agree. So that was a great okay, question. Okay, so let, let's have this. How, how do you not agree? Because I, we're in Louisiana and. No, I did say the world. I know you said the world, but I don't even, I don't even consider anybody else's opinion valid when it comes to the same. Now, I want you to think about I'm this. I'm very close-minded. When other countries think about football in the U.S., they think about the Dallas Cowboys. And I want you to put this in perspective. I'm going to put a nice little bow on it. The New England Patriots have been to the Super Bowl 10 times since the Cowboys last went. However, the Cowboys generate more money than the Patriots. Did you know that the Cowboys, like, they were, like, one of the first football teams that allowed black football players to play on the Dallas Cow, like, on the, in, in the NFL? There's another fact. That's a good fact. Yeah. And then people don't agree that I think the, I think the Lakers suck. And All nobody right. agrees with me on that. All right, guys. Well, it's, been, it's, it's, it's been a fun show. It's been real, but it ain't been real fun since he said all You're the one that asked the question. (laughs) You know, I did ask the question, so I'll take full responsibility for that. But at him, don't at me. At him. So. You know what? You know we actually got time for one more. You got got, one, Dez? We got one more. Come on, Dez. I don't have anything. Dez is kind of on standby. Yeah, not off and my phone is way over there, so I don't have anything. You don't have anything? I had something before, but I forgot what it was. Oh, it's all right. Um, Ain't no big thing. Yeah, I mean. Even if it's spontaneous off the top of the head. 
I can't think of anything else. Um, do you like coffee? <laughs> no, he doesn't no. like coffee. You don't like coffee? I don't know why. I just, I tried it once before and I just didn't like it. What's your favorite food? Chicken. Uh, like chicken, chicken wings. Chicken wings. Fried chicken? <laughs> yes. Oh, I love chicken wings. Fried chicken, chicken wings, however I can get it. Every I, I love, I I love wings. Jeff, he gets ready to leave. He's, I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm about to go eat. You about to go get some wings? Well, now that you said something, uh, <laughs> Jeff, you knew you was about to get wings before I even brought it hey, up. Anybody that knows me. You mentioned it. I love fried chicken wings. I love lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper wings. Yes. All right. I wonder if Rick, Rick Ross can sponsor us. Right. Hey, hey, come on, Ross. Come on. I love lemon Just pepper wings. The fries too. The fries. From Wingstop? Oh, that ranch, though. I they, feel like I can just... That's what I was just about to say. The, the those ranch. fries ain't like it used to be. I think and they've been the slacking lately. I don't like that sugar on the fries. I do. I think it's that unique taste. It's a good contrast. It, it depends who, it makes who me sad. puts it on there. Some people do it perfectly. Some people put too much salt and no sugar. I don't like sugar on savory foods. Like, I don't feel like sugar should be put in red beans. And I damn sure feel like they should not be put in grits. See? That's a fact. That we can oh, that people disagree with me God. on. I put sugar on grits and rice. No, you would slap your mama. You would slap your mama with on butter. Grits. You get some butter. You get some sugar and no, some rice, butter, and that's how it's made. Butter and slap your mama. That's all you need. So that's my fact right there. You like sugar, sugar belongs like, on sugar rice and on grits. grits, but I don't like <laughs> sweets. I don't like chocolate. I could, I can't picture salt on grits. It's like foreign Why? to me. I know but everybody does butter. it, but it's a but savory. it's like foreign. What about I shrimp can, and grits? I, I've learned I can do it both ways. I started eating grits without sugar last year. I week, can't do it. But I won't go through the whole bowl of grits without the sugar on them. Yeah, I'll it's like, crazy. It's like my, my mom did that to get me to start eating it. But, I mean, it was too late. I liked it, so I wasn't going to leave from it. Oh my god. Even now I can't eat rice without putting sugar on it. Oh I eat what rice about, for like, breakfast rice and beans? Too. Okay, okay. If it's beans and rice, I won't put the sugar on there. But if it's when just I was younger, but if I it's just rice just a hell of it to to send my mother through the roof. I love white I love rice. I like rice and potatoes. I don't know how I'm this little, but I love rice. I I think I might be like a little Asian somewhere because I love Something. rice. I I eat like rice but only butter and slap your mama go on my rice and gravy and i can't I we can't don't turn it into a food show i know i'm again. sorry no, no, so it's, it's all good it's but all good my last question was gonna be something but i forgot what it was gonna her be. last or question or wine oh that's good he said that's good you know what if you'd asked me maybe a couple years ago i would have said hard liquor now i prefer wine of course you do. Because it, it's easier to drink, it's cheaper to drink, and I really don't get a hangover off of wine, but still get just as buzzed. So, yeah. Moscato Sweet Reds, guys, if you ever want to send a bottle. Or, ooh, for me, Shiraz. Now, I like, now I'm going to start drinking that Sutter Home Sweet Red. Yeah, y'all had that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. It I got, love It's Shiraz, about 12% yeah. too, so it's one of your higher potent wines. Well, this was fun. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think I have any questions. Nah, you good. But if there's any advice that you have somebody who's thinking about starting a podcast, go. Do it. Don't hesitate on it. 
Go ahead and do it, because if you're trying to work for, wait for the perfect time and the perfect this, perfect that, you're, you're, losing, you're losing time. You're not good. Time doesn't rewind. You just lose it. Every breath you take, you're losing time. So do it. Do it, and you just um, perfect it as you go. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make mistakes. If you listen to my very first podcast, it sounded like shit. <laughs> but the material was good, but the sound wasn't worth a damn. But, I mean, come on. Nobody's going to expect you to hit it out the park first time, cause, especially unless you're working for some kind of big company or something like that. But if you're going to do a podcast, my best advice for you is to do it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get you a couple of microphones. Um, you can watch YouTube to learn how to do it. it it's not really simple. I mean, it's not really hard. But, um, yeah, don't procrastinate. Go ahead and do it. Get you a concept on what you want to talk about. Get you a couple of people. Or do it yourself if, if you want to. But the biggest thing, do it. No fear. Just do it. Don't worry about, oh, it's going to sound like this. It's going to fail. It's going to be this. Because it might sound a little crappy, but if your content's so good and you're so entertaining, people aren't going to care. Mm-hmm. They figure, like, you, you'll figure it out before long, and you will. The only way to get better is to practice. Is Repetition. To try. Repetition, you get better. This is like my, I want to say this is the 70th episode. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you are seasoned. And he be keeping count. I think this might be my 25th podcast or my 21st. So, guess what? Eventually, you're going to get to 70th. Then I'll be at 100 or something. When I get 100, we're going to have like a little. Oh, yeah, you always, always got to celebrate your 100th. You know, get some of the past guests and, and all that. I probably could have been close to 100 if I didn't have that period where I stopped and started concentrating on YouTube. But people were kind of um, complaining to me, like, man, what happened to the podcast? I'm like, uh-oh, I might need to fire this thing back up, especially since the visuals have slowed down again. I got to provide something. So Content, hey, like you said. It's content, visual, audio. And it, at my last job, I would do nothing but listen to podcasts all the time because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have to really interact with people. So I would listen to podcasts and I would study what they were doing. And it was really rewarding. That's when how you perfect your craft. Like, um, I look at Vlad TV all the time. I would listen that's to where, The Breakfast Club. That's where I want to be. So if that's where you want to be, you got to see how the big ones do it. And Angela Yee ended up coming down here for mm-hmm. the I Black Business Expo. Uh-huh. And I went to go and hear her talk. And it was just so inspiring because, like, you know, I like to read. She was talking about a book club. Like, there's so many things that you can do. And you're not limited to just having one podcast. So if your friend has a podcast, you can still... You know, be a guest on there. Oh man, or... I don't drove out way to Dallas to be on podcast. I've been in podcasts in Longview, been in Dallas, went to Houston. I was on the podcast. So. There are even people. Um, if you look up podcasting groups on Facebook, who are actually looking for you know yeah, people to be on groups. their podcast with them. So if you are looking to grow your platform, you know we've dropped a lot of gems in this podcast on ways that you can continue to develop yourself as a podcaster. The main thing. I think that you could take from this is don't give up mm-hmm. and stay consistent. Yes. If you got a video, take over TVNT.com. Hit we're the submission for button. You. We're waiting. We're waiting for you. But so, we're gonna. This is. Is it a wrap? Are we? Are we? That's this, a wrap. Well, 
You guys, I'm going to go ahead and close out this show. And if you can take anything from this podcast, faith over fear, do not be afraid. Your dreams will make way for you. They will make room for you, but you have to do the work. So we're hoping that everybody enjoyed this podcast. I know it's a little different with me being the... The voice. The voice. But I'm so excited to be a part of this amazing team. We have some great new stuff coming out for you guys. We're working really hard for y'all. Y'all are who we do it for. And I cannot wait to see what all we accomplish this year. So I'm signing out. And there it is. And it's me with a T. We out of here.